What's up, guys? Check out our website, fancydaydreamers.com, where you can find out everything that is great about us. Everything. Welcome in, welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you wouldn't mind, go ahead and subscribe, like, wherever you guys are listening to this now. Super simple thing. Just like, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Tell a friend. Because we need, we need word of mouth to, to help. Yeah. If you guys want to see us live stream these podcasts you guys can head over to twitch twitch.com slash daydreamer media you guys can see us we go wednesday nights every wednesday night we are live twitch streaming even if we're not posting them up as podcasts we're there so go ahead and follow us click the notification bell so that way you guys know whenever we go live over there thank you guys so much for joining me i am your host jj and with me tonight i got keone what is up everybody in the podcast sphere in many of the spaces um i am keone as jj alluded to and i am confirming that at this point and other places that you can see me my voice being confirmed is the twitter at daydreamer keone and ryan is here what's up guys uh the twitter is r-o-k-k-o daydreamer I don't really go on there that often, not gonna lie to you guys. So actually just go and follow, see the Instagram and the the TikTok, F at Daydreamers, because I am on there way more often with better content. And like Ryan was talking about, yeah, follow us, follow our uh, our show pages, I guess. <laughs> show Instagram, show Twitter, show TikTok, FF Daydreamers. Yeah, go ahead and follow us there. Right now we have some polls going on. We got some some serial tournament of serials going on right now so yeah go ahead and head over to our instagram and twitter vote on those uh should be should be fun it is you guys, you guys uh ready to get into some news yeah <laughs> all right so <laughs> i thought there was gonna be music or something nothing <laughs> Bro, you usually say it different. I thought you were asking a question. You usually say, let's get into the news. I was sitting here ready. Let's get into the news. <laughs> All right, training camps are slowly approaching. Just so you guys know, the first rookie report date is July 18th, and the first veteran report date is July 20th, so two weeks away now. So... The season is is fast approaching. How much uh, thought do you guys put into these training camps? A lot. No, mostly just for position battles on things that we don't know yet. And then um, I like off season hype. I like it. You know, gets the juices going a little bit. Gets the blood flowing. <laughs> it's, it's it definitely makes it fun. <laughs> it's it's the it's the foreplay of the NFL season. Mm. So yeah, it's it's so it's, yeah. We'd rather just skip it. 
See, for a guy who, you know, you don't know if you're going to get something or not. You just take the whole thing. You can get what you can get at this point. You know what I mean? Sometimes Ryan only gets training camp. Again, you can get what you can get, bro. I feel you, I feel you. All right, let's get into some real news. Baker Mayfield has been traded from the Browns to the Carolina Panthers pending a physical. Um, so do you guys think Baker Mayfield will be the starter week one? Is it going to be Sam Darnold? What's going on in Carolina? I'm going to say that Sam Darnold has the head start as of now. And I don't know. Who's gonna start? I think all, I think there's a chance that all three quarterbacks, Matt Corral, Baker, and Tim Darnold, start throughout this season. <laughs> there's a legitimate <laughs> chance that all three of them can start throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I thought you meant. I'm gonna one. say they Sam Darnold is the week one starter because he is so far ahead in the offense. Uh, yeah, I guess I would have to agree with that. Um, in terms of like, I think Sam Darnold is going to lead off the season. Um, especially since I think at least like, I think Robbie Anderson has said like he wants like Sam Darnold is, or he's behind Sam Darnold just for some like solidarity purposes, I guess. No, Um, that was because he he roasted him on, on Instagram (laughs) and, and the the reporter asked why he did that. He's like, well, Sam was on my team. Can I show Sam love? I don't think Robbie has actual, a real horse in there. Like, I I know it's just, so if it's like. I you, yeah you do have to support the guy that's currently there but um I don't think Baker Mayfield coming in is like you know it's not like oh it's not automatic that's the thing like he did not do great last year and I think he was he was injured last year yeah um and so I mean that that plays a factor in it but still I think even when he was not injured it wasn't the greatest and I think things have just not gone but, well for him but Sam Darnold was arguably worse I, fair, like, right I, yeah I, I think yes while sam darnold does have the upper hand here coming in they went and got him before training camp start they went and got baker before training camp start he's going to be there for all of the off season i mean not the entire off season but all of training camp and, and all, the whole preseason he's also taking like a four million dollar pay cut to be traded you don't take a $4 million pay cut to go sit behind Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. Baker Mayfield is going to be the starter for this team. Sam, oh, okay. Sam Darnold is terrible, you guys. He's, you're right. You're right. But the, co- the like coaching Baker's staff, bad, but the coaching Sam staff Darnold. has one year. They don't give a shit about your money. They got, this is their jobs online. So if whoever That's has exactly a my point. connection with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore is going to win the battle. And that's why I think Sam Darnold has a head start. I mean, unless Baker is out here throwing dimes, which you couldn't do to Odell and Jarvis. But I think that's kind of my point is the they don't give they don't care. The money doesn't matter. That's why they just went and got Sam last year, Sam Darnold last year. And guess what? They traded for Baker Mayfield just now. The the money is talking. They went and spent their money on another guy because Sam's not working and they need to win now or else their job's on the line. Ah, Mm. Yeah, start Matt Corral. I liked him. Start, uh, yeah, yeah. Start <laughs> Matt Corral. All right. So, how does this affect the weapons there in Carolina? You guys talked about Robbie Anderson. I don't know if we need to talk about him so much, but CMC and DJ Moore for sure. How does this affect them? 
If CMC plays, he's good. Doesn't matter who's quarterback. DJ Moore? I don't know. What, what DJ Moore you get? That's basically that's a better question. Are you getting the guy that was the first six games where he was on fire? Are you getting the guy who had that horrible stretch where then he didn't score another touchdown? So it's kind of, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's kind of hard. I mean, okay. But yes, Baker Mayfield is arguably what, like better, not better, whatever than Sam Darnold. And, but even if he plays like, or if he does play early, I, I don't think it's going to be, I don't like, it's not a super upgrade. Like, no, you know, yeah. it's so like, uh, Baker does Moore, better to tight ends. So he does the wide receivers. Like what's his name? Thomas, Thomas, Ian Thomas, Ian Thomas. I get a yeah. little boost. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Thomas probably gets a little boost. I think CMC, I don't know how much you can give him a boost, but man, that check down is going to be very nice for, for Baker Mayfield. If, if mm. they're, you know, if healthy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you really move DJ Moore up or down. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Wide receiver two for you? Wide receiver two? Yeah, yeah, wide receiver two. He'll be in the late teens, early 20s, somewhere around there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this like this is not a significant upgrade going from Sam Darnold to to Baker Mayfield, or even if you know Baker Mayfield starts. I mean, if Sam Darnold starts, it's not good e- either. Okay, and so with the with the Browns now, if who do they play if um, Watkin or Watson is suspended? Jacoby oh, Brissett. Yeah, it's always been okay. Him. Always been him. Yeah, yeah. they were going this offseason. Yeah, right after they got Watson, they went and got Brissett. Do you think that they had effects like uh, Amari Cooper and those guys? Oh, there? yeah, yeah. You should check out my Nick Chubb impact player on uh, Instagram. <laughs> I went all through this rant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I think it helps the running game because they're going to run the ton out of the ball with Nick Chubb. And I think Cream Hunt gets some gets some love. Um, Johnson Cooper, might though, even not... be a, a best ball, best ball play right there. Mm-hmm. Jarenis Johnson. Because I remember um, when Brissett started with the Colts, the Colts beat the Chiefs before he before yeah. he got hurt. They were like what? They had a winning record. They were like five and two a, or something like that. Before Brissett he got hurt. is the epitome backup quarterback right He's now. He's a good game league. manager. Yeah, it's just you're not and... gonna have a a great passing game. Absolutely. So I think it does drop Amari Cooper down. Uh, Here's Toku a better question: and, uh... DJ Moore with Baker Mayfield. Or Amari Cooper, Jacoby Brissett. I'll take DJ Moore. Huh. I I think it's close. I think it's because JJ. I don't think you're you've been up on Amari Cooper even like when he was with Dallas. Yeah. So uh, uh, you know, Amari Cooper is just so up and down. I, mean, I understand mm. DJ Moore kind of was last year, but. Man, Amari Cooper being so up and down and then going to a new team with Jacoby Brissett, they're going to be running the ball all the time. I mean, okay. Well, let me, let me, I think even the odds. What if I told you Jacoby Brissett (laughs) for 10 games, Deshaun Watson for the last Uh, four? Okay. Let's just say that happens. You get four games of Baker, four games of Darnold, two games with Matt Corral. Who are you picking? So you got an even split. 
You think, uh, but, but but am I? Is, is this I'm drafting this person, or yeah. who's going to finish with? You're going to deal I'm with drafting, the wild ride of Amari Cooper or DJ Moore. Then I'm I'm still going DJ Moore because I need to win early on in the season. I mm. if I don't make the playoffs, then that Deshaun Watson coming back for the last four weeks doesn't matter to me at all. I mm. need DJ Moore because I need to win now. Can't wait until okay. I, I agree. can't wait until DJ 10 Moore. In, you know, I was on DJ Moore the whole time. I just, I just wanted to keep asking <laughs> questions. Okay, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Throw, keep throwing them at us. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our next segment. Keone's got characters. Um, nom 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 nom. So if you guys haven't caught any of the other KGCs, you guys can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash daydreamermedia, where you guys can see all of these Keone's Got Characters. What we do is we give Keone a fantasy football topic, and he gives his thoughts and expert opinion on the topic as an unknown character, a character he's about to find out right now. Hooray. So Keone, <laughs> Keone. Is Pat Fryermuth a tight end you would target in drafts? And can you explain it as Arnold Schwarzenegger? So Keone's going to go ahead and mute his mic. I'm going to put one minute on the clock here, and we're going to go ahead and uh, talk while, uh, while he he's practices. a top 10 tight end to me, I think. Oh, I think he's a top 10 tight end as well. I'm trying to think, uh, of, the, I'm thinking of the whole list. The thing is, is the tight end position sucks. But I don't it's think getting, it it's getting better. Like, yeah, I don't it's think it sucks better. like it did before, though. Because yeah, like yeah, when we're... you really think about it, like Pat Fireman is probably ten or nine. Yeah, yeah. And before, like he would have been like. Can I, can seven, I ask you six. where? How does how do you feel about Kyle Pitts this year? I know this is kind of uh, other he's, than he's, he's a not tight end. in my top four. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, because Marcus Mariota throwing him the ball is not going to be a good thing, right? The offense will be better than it was last mm-hmm. year. They're going to score more points. I don't think it's a good thing. And how but do you he's feel not about... a top five. Okay, okay, fair. How do you feel about Cordero Patterson? Uh, ah. only, only being a running back can't replace <laughs> a receiver anymore. All right, that's, that's, a, that's a minute. That's a minute. Let's get on to it. Okay. kill has got, <laughs> got characters. Is Pat Firemuth a tight end you're targeting in drafts? So this one really depends on where he kind of lands or falls to in the draft. But I think there's too much stuff up in the air in Pittsburgh going into this year uh, to, to actively seek him out in the draft. Uh, I, need, I need to see how it works with the quarterback, whether this is Trubisky or if it's going to be Kenny Pickett. Uh, we don't know yet for the most part, so I need to see at least a year or, or, or some games and their chemistry with the Steelers, uh, you know, with the quarterback that's going to be playing. Um, plus, although uh, they did get rid of Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, they have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, uh, who are, are no slouches in, in terms of targets, uh, with Johnson getting over 100 targets, let alone or 100 catches, let alone 100 targets. And Chase Claypool uh, got 105 targets last year. Uh, uh, the tight end is a safety net for a young rookie quarterback in, if Pickett plays. But uh, they also have Najee Harris, who can dump off. He can be a dump-off option. So I think uh, Fry- Fryermuth 
is a potential touchdown sleeper. Ah, he's a sleeper. Uh, where they might throw to him close to the end zone. But uh, other than that, he's, I think he's going to have average tight end numbers, you know, in terms of catches and yards, but outside of those touchdowns. Uh, so maybe I think he can be uh, 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 top, 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 top 12 tight end. Uh, but I, I'd wait on him in the draft uh, and see, since there are plenty of other top tight ends that you can get before him. What round would you be drafting Pat Frymuth in? You're talking, I mean, there's a lot, you're right, there's a lot of tight ends that, that you can wait. So are you talking about like after the 10th round, 12th round, like one of your last few picks? I don't know if Pat Frymuth quite makes it that far. Where are you willing to take that, that stab? That um, well, uh, I think maybe, uh, the, again, like we've said before, uh, know your league and know how they draft and see how the league is going because there might be a lull, so you might you might get to wait on him. Um, but uh, maybe uh, rounds because uh, he has the potential, and uh, I would say maybe rounds eight through ten. All right. So, all right. And so, then one one more question. One more question. Do you like him better with one quarterback over the other? So say the Steelers come out and say, Mr. Trubisky's is going to be the guy going forward or Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy. Do you like Firemuth with one or the, over the other? Uh, I, I don't really know at this point because there's no chemistry. You know, I, they've neither of them, they've played with the Hall of Fame quarterback in, in Big Ben. So, you know, he's got the rookie who might rely on him, you know, especially in the, uh, the end zone. But... Uh, uh, and Trubisky, you can throw the balls. You know, he has his he has his moments. So, uh, 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 I can't. <laughs> That's fair, good. Fair. That was, yeah. I like the way you ended that. I just want to sh- shout out to you, Keone, because that was so much better than your Godfrey one I, or whatever. <laughs> that, <laughs> that one was well, good. I like that one, bro. I know, thought I thought you had more muscles just talking like that. I saw your shirt swollen up and everything. You were a medium or what? You know, um, I was Mr. Mr. Universe, so all my shirts look small on me. And, you know, when I was waiting for the moment for, for Arnold to come, because I was like, do it. Come on. Do it. Do it now. I'm waiting. Come on. Give me. Give me Arnold. So. <laughs> we say go, Chargers, go. Go, Chargers, go. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Go on your plane to Los Angeles and go and, oh and play. Goodness. Clip that. We're going to use that from now on. <laughs> yeah, anytime we talk about the Chargers, we're using that one. Let's move on to the next segment, world record beaters. In the last couple months, a couple world records were broken. First, a man in Oregon set the record for the fastest time to alphabetize the letters in a can of alphabet soup, doing it with a time of 2 minutes, 8.6 seconds. I don't know. Is this impressive? <laughs> it's, it's like one of those dumb, dumb records that like nobody else would think to do. So it's like, oh, yeah, of course they got the record. And then, you know, somebody like and nobody's i mean you probably could beat it if somebody tried you know but 
yeah. for, for like it's like oh i just i did it hooray it's like something he thought of you know while while um partaking in listening to bob marley one morning and <laughs> and it's like you know what i want to spell something in these in, with my alphabet soup not or even like, spell but i just want to arrange like, these in the order of the alphabet yeah so That's, like if you look at it it was just like a piece of paper and he literally just pulled out letter by letter organized the alphabet what i'm more impressed about is a can of alphabet soup having actually all the letters mm -hmm. so true being able to tell the difference between a w and an m is probably really hard unless they <laughs> just only do one but just <laughs> i and lower uh, capital i and lowercase l mm. hey, what, we have both. what type of soup yeah. is alphabet soup what's the flavor in it like tomato yeah it's nah, like tomato no with... ryan can't do it on one, live one time not into it. Not wasting my money on that. That's the producer Ian, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another record was set later in that same week by a YouTube personality who set the record for the fastest time to drink one liter of soda doing it in six point eight seconds. Was it was it Badlands? Yeah, it was. Hey. He lost to Joey Chestnut. Um in the hot dog eating contest. Shout out to Joey Chestnut. Oh, that yeah. man is an athlete. Did you see like, him choke that man out with a hot dog? Yeah, and still won. Still yeah. beat everyone around. Man, like, shout out. Crazy. So, yeah. te so technically, he is now the most uh, like gifted or like awarded singular like athlete in a single competition. So suck it, Nadal. Oh, is that who he passed? Yeah, because they both they both had fourteen, and then now he has fifteen. <laughs> Although technically Nadal, I think today won his quarterfinal in a great matchup, but still at Wimbledon. But anyways, yeah. So Joey Chestnut, the goat of all goats, the throat goat, if you will. <laughs> Trump. Nope. <laughs> all right. Is there <laughs> is there a world record you guys feel like you guys could be? <laughs> um. um I don't know if I could do it currently, but I think by the end of my by the end of my life, it is okay. a goal of mine to have probably. Um, well, I say this first one is a joke, but I could I have, will set the record for most time spent in a parking lot looking for the perfect spot. So if if you know, you know. Um, but then the real one is potentially I think the most items, like the largest um, collection of items related to like sharks of any kind so you think you think you can set the world record for that by the I, time by the time you I die have, i have quite a bit of stuff like a lot yeah. of it is like jaws related but I, I i don't think i'll have like the the largest jaws collection because um you know people have been collecting those since 1975 yeah. but i think just general like shark stuff in you know just i like whatever it may be something with a shark or shark related i have quite a bit is there a world record for procrastination because i gotta be top mm. five on that shit i'm letting you guys know right now levels every day bro mm, pretty good at that yeah yeah i think that if <laughs> that's a good one this i'm just is, saying bro there one. is bro i gotta be a top five my dad number one but i gotta be top five <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, a world record I could beat most naps in a day, not like the longest nap, but like the most naps. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna wake up every hour and still be able to go back to sleep in three minutes. 
Mm. Go back, yeah, wake up, go back to sleep. Gonna take 15 naps in one day. I could do it. I bet I I bet I can eat the most pizza in a day. I bet I could do it. I'm not I sure. don't think so. I, I think I, I think I can give it to it. There are a lot of people, Joey Chestnut type people, that can eat a lot of food. I don't, I don't like, know. The, the, the thing is, Ryan, like those guys, they, they can eat a lot and they can eat fast. And like they eat a, they eat a ton of stuff after the competition as well. Like they go and have like barbecues and still eat like a ton okay. afterwards. It's there was not one year. So I got 24 hours to eat as much pizza as I can. I'm, I think I got a shot. Now, procrastination is my number one. So maybe yeah. it's going to yeah, have just to keep stalling that. and stalling and stalling. Go- <laughs> I'm going to find him. I'm sorry. Fire. I got to I gotta ask Ryan a question. My man Joey Chestnut just won won the competition with 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Do you think well, you I don't like do, hot dogs that much. But do you think you could do 63 <laughs> hot dogs in a That's day? That's the problem. Not a big glizzy fan, huh? Yeah. Like just, just I don't want that much meat with... in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just got to replace it with um, with pizza. And it's like, how much can he do in 10 minutes? But could you even do that in a day? Could you eat 63 hot dogs? Oh, this dude trains a whole year for that. So you didn't see how long I had to do the re- to had the record for. That's true. What you got me to do? This guy's been trained his whole life to eat hot dogs. Also trains all I'm out here just saying, off top, I think I could eat a lot of pizza. The question isn't how is it could you do a lot? No, (laughs) what could you set the world record for? Well, what's the record? You have to beat everyone. Producer Ian, check the record and let me know what's up. I didn't do any intel on this. I'm just telling you how many pizzas could you eat in one day, 24 hour period? How many pizzas? I never tried. I don't know. Probably a lot. <laughs> probably a lot. Like, are you talking about Little Caesars pizzas? Yeah, Little Caesars pizzas. Go for it. I've yeah. only ever eaten one pizza by myself. <laughs> so, so, I've never, right now, I've, ne- again, I've, never, I've never been like, oh, let me go eat more pizza. I but bet I could. How do you think you could eat? That's my question, isn't it? How many have you? How many do you think and you could eat? 24 hour thing. Yeah. How many so Let's say Caesar's I sleep for four pizzas. hours. So I got You're 20 hours. You're Little Caesars, too. I... Well, it's easy to eat. Yeah, that's true. That's so. So let's say I sleep for four hours. I got twenty hours worth of pizza eating. I could probably do a pizza hour. No, probably (laughs) pizza every two hours because obviously I'm not going to care. So ten pizzas. I think I can eat ten pizzas. I think I eat ten pizzas. One every two hours. No. Like, good for you, buddy. But I feel like you have the unearned confidence of like a white teenager trying. Hey, listen. My whole life is unearned confidence. That's how yeah, you live it right here, bro. Slanging it, bro. That's the only way you it. can make it in life. Sure. Got to push through. All right. Got to fake it till you make it. Cancel the sizzle. Let's move on to our way too early, my guys. So who is a player that you guys can't live without this season? Someone you're drafting all over the place. Keelan, you want to start us off? Waddle baby, Waddle baby, Waddle baby, ah! Jalen Waddle, he he set the rookie record for targets, I believe, last year with 140 um, in a season. He had over 100 catches. Uh, he had over a thousand yards in his rookie campaign. He does have the same quarterback in the Samoan Slingshot Tua Tagovailoa. No matter how you feel about him, there's still the chemistry there. Um, so that's good to go from year to year. 
Um, they got a notable addition of the cheetah um, moving down south um, so he could hang out with Will Smith in Miami and hit the clubs, hit the clubs big hilly style. Ugh. So, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill might cut into Waddle's um, numbers slightly, but here's the thing. I think Hill will occupy that like kind of deep space zone and be like the deep threat. Not that Jalen Waddle isn't, but like, and then Mike Gusecki is going to operate over the middle. And then like Jalen Waddle is going to get like the nice sweet spot in between, in between. And, and then like, we know he can make people miss. So that's going to, he's going to use that to either get a lot of yards or use, get a lot of touchdowns. He only had six last year. So I think there's room to improve there for sure. And I think he can do the same ter- same in terms of catches and yards. So it's uh it's going to be, it's going to be a big year for Waddle. It's the, uh, was it happy feet three starring Jalen Waddle? <laughs> All right, I'll go next. I got DeAndre Swift running back for the Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift, I mean, he's on the line, so it's really, really rough. But being on a bad team can sometimes be good for fantasy. Uh, One thing that DeAndre Swift does really well is he catches the ball. He had an 18.4% target share on the Lions last season, which, I mean, that's almost wide receiver numbers right there. That is some wide receiver numbers. and he's just super consistent. He's getting 52.2% of the, the rush share. Finishes the running back 19 last season. I expect a big thing, big things from DeAndre Swift. He's going to stay consistent with, with that receiving. So half PPR, full PPR, definitely a, a guy I'm going after. You can get him in like the second round right now, sometimes in the late second rounds of drafts, of, of mock drafts. And so I'm all over DeAndre Swift at, at that price. All right, I got two guys. Um, like uh, just early, like someone, someone I'm tie, just a tie right now. These are also very early thoughts. If I knew we could have picked two guys, I would have picked two guys also. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I just changed the rules. Under confidence. Um, so um, my first guy, Derek Carr. I am just ridiculously high in Derek Carr. Um, Again, he was fifth in passing yards last year, and he was throwing to like Zay Jones and. Sorry, excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, like his best receiver was Hunter Renfro because Waller was out for a bunch of games. Fabian Monroe as a tight end. Um, I mean, we know what happened to Rugs. We know what happened to Gruden. Like a lot of change happened, and for him to get that team in the playoffs and be top five in passing yards. With Devontae Adams coming in, Hunter Renfro was basically the third option when he was a number one last year. Waller should be healthy again. Um, and I really like the addition of, why am I forgetting his name? Mike uh, Daniels, Josh McDaniels, as the head coach. Good play caller. Been doing it for a long time. I think Carr goes right up his alley. Um, I think it's going to be a great partnership. I really, I mean, I know he's like, you know, always say like, wait for quarterback. I think that's the guy that's the perfect wait for quarterback type of candidate where you're like, all right, cool. I don't need to pick a quarterback till the 10th round. Like, I'm not sure what his ADP is right now, but like, I think it's later than that. It might, it might be later than that. If it is great, this could be the Kirk cousins of last year when Kirk cousins had that easy schedule in the beginning was Pat going crazy numbers. And then plus it plays, plays in the AFC West where the, oh, I assume all their games are going to be high scoring just cause you know, the offense is good to. in that division. Yeah. My number two, and this is actually more of like a for sure. Mike Mike Evans. The the loss of 
I mean, Chris Garden not, probably not coming back in the beginning of the season. All right, we'll see what happens with his injury. Antonio Brown gone, Gronk gone. Mike Evans might be one of the only guys that Tom Brady trusts right now. And I expect him to eat, especially with the Atlanta Falcons second even more, even more than they did before. <laughs> Carolina Panthers, like we just said, they're either going to start pick, um, Sam Darnold, Baker, or, or Matt Corral. They're going to lose their jobs. They, that team sucks. And the Saints, well, they lost Sean Payton. I mean, their defense is still good. You never know what's going to happen with the Saints. But the aspect of Mike Evans is Tom Bray's top target. He's, I think he's going to get more red zone targets than he did last year because, again, Gronk's gone. And I think he can get more inside the 20, like out like 20 to 20 because Chris Godwin is going to be hurt and then they're going to work Russell Gage, or Russell Gage in. But I don't think Russell Gage is going to be putting up, you know, eight to nine target games. I think Mike Evans could be a guy who gets 10 targets per game. And so I, I, I really am a lot like, you know, where everyone was high on Mike Evans last year and we weren't. I think it might be a like Mike Evans, the top six wide receiver in the league. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Mike Evans is definitely good. But you're doing my guy. Russell Gage is dirty like that, bro. Right? Russell right? Gage is going to be good. He's yeah. good. Tom Brady, Tom Brady went and got him. Tom Brady wanted him. They practiced together. Come on, bro. Oh, Tom Brady goodness. wants a guy. He goes and gets him. I, yeah, I bet he did go after him because he realized everyone else is gone. He was going to go with Scotty Miller. But yeah, exactly, but I'd rather have I'm Russell not saying, Gage is good. He's, he's a, not going to take six anything away. The eight target guy, okay? But he's yeah. not going to be a guy that gets over 100 yards most games, and I don't think he's going to be a guy no. that's going to be one of the he's, red zone threats. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're not listening to what I'm saying because you're saying you're thinking that he's going to take away from Mike Evans. He's not. But that is good numbers for fantasy, especially where you can get Russell Gage right now. You can get him as your bench player. And he's going to get you six targets. He's going to okay. get you eight targets. Here's my question, right? That you can say be his bench player, right? Now we're just talking about Russell Gage. Yeah. If he gets you six targets, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin comes back. Chris Godwin's going back I to the slot. I understand that. So where is Russell Gage you, playing? Because Russell Gage is not playing the outside. You're going to have Chris Godwin. Those are going to be your three guys. Who else are you going to run out there? Well, that's fine. Who else Antonio Brown's like playing in the outside and could play in the slot, put, but mostly played in the outside. Where's Russell Gage getting his targets? He does not play in the slot. To, well, once, once, once Chris Godwin comes back, it's it's changes. But until Chris Godwin comes back, Russell Gage is the number two on this team. That's my that's only fair. point. That's fair. That's, I just that's think Russell Gage, is, Russell Gage I think is, is... His hype is a little too much for me. He's a good player, but I don't. But I don't think it's a season-long aspect. No, no, that's that's fine. That's that's the thing is, yeah. As long as his ADP stays where it's at right now, you're getting him really late in drafts, and you're going to be able to probably play him in your flex for the first few weeks. Yes. What is his ADP? Do you know? No, uh, it's in the it's in the double-digit rounds. Nah. Well, we'll see. We'll see because you know there's going to be a lot of ESPN hype on, on the Brady. Yeah, and that's stuff. true. So, there, I think Mike Evans is going to rise. So. We'll, um, Russell Gage, but but yeah, I would be I would be com- comfortable with him as my flex to start the season, you know, depending but depending on how your draft goes. But yeah, I I I think I'm in the same line as JJ, where I think you know he's a good he's a guy who can get you know you know that many targets a game without interfering with Mike Evans, you know, while Chris Godwin is out. And yeah, once Chris Godwin comes, that clearly changes the dynamic of of the team. But even then, he's still I think the the third guy because 
uh, like no, yeah, you're right. He's the third guy. I just, but I think he's yeah. a better best ball play. That I think he is for uh, weekly yeah. fantasy. I think he's, a, or maybe he's. he's a, a I mean, DFS play. as well. Mm. Definitely chances where Russell Gage gets off in weeks, but I just think he plays a lot in the slot. So yeah, yeah, and and that's you're right. That's exactly where Chris Godwin plays, and Chris Godwin's the better player, but. So, someone's gonna have to run on the outside. You can't just have no one do it. So one of them will have to do it. Mike Evans, though, I, I like that. That, uh, that picked a lot as a my guy. It's a really good one. All right, that'll do it for the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go ahead and follow us. Like it, subscribe, whatever it's called on whatever platform you use. Uh, yeah. Hit the notification bell thing so that way you guys know whenever uh, we drop something. Yeah. You guys can find all of our, excuse me, you guys can find all of our content on our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. Head over to our Instagram and Twitter at FFDaydreamers where we have the tournament of cereals going on right now. So go ahead and go vote on those. You guys can also on that website, fantasydaydreamers.com, see the entire bracket breakdown. So go ahead and go look at that. You guys got anything else? Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Go over there, we're live every Wednesday night talking fantasy football, talking life. So yeah, go uh, hit the chat, ask us questions, do all that, that, uh, that fun stuff. And tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure. <laughs> no, anything else? <laughs> Gang, gang. Stay dreaming. (laughs) Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.